All right. I am going to start today's show off with a quote uh, from a book called 13 Days, which is by Robert Kennedy. And it is his memoir and recollection of the 13 days of the Cuban Missile Crisis. So the quote is, I believe our deliberations proved conclusively how important it is that the president have the recommendations and opinions of more than one individual, of more than one department, and of more than one point of view. Opinion, even fact itself, can best be judged by conflict, by debate. There is an important element missing when there is unanimity of viewpoint. Yet that not only can happen, it frequently does when the recommendations are being given to the President of the United States. His office creates such respect and awe that it has almost a cowering effect on men. Frequently, I saw advisors adapt their opinions to what they believed President Kennedy and later President Johnson wished to hear. I'm going to read one more sentence again from that last paragraph. There is an important element missing when there is unanimity of viewpoint. So, that is what we are going to talk about today, is the importance of getting different vantage points, different perspectives, different opinions, different different elements of everything in your in your life and your decision especially in decision making that's kind of what that passage is all about so obviously <clears throat> the you know the cuban missile crisis was an incredibly tense uh time where you're almost playing like a, you know, a guessing game of what is, what is this other party? The other party being the Soviet Union and uh, Khrushchev being their leader. What kind of, you know, what kind of decisions are we? Is he going to make? What are we going to do to remain strong but not lead the, you know? lead all of mankind into oblivion. That's what they were facing. Now, hopefully, you, the listener, is not making such life and death decisions, but nevertheless, it is important, regardless of the decisions that you're making, to get different viewpoints especially when you're going to make a decision because and, and oftentimes you might let your ego get in the way someone else might be letting their ego get in the way and you know we all it, well maybe not all of us but a lot of people 
want to be right all the time, right? Who doesn't want to be right? But you, when you think that you're right, a lot of times, especially if your ego is strong and getting in the, in the way of making the best decision, you might let it, or you probably will let it, cloud your thinking and decision making. Um, now, there's another, I'm not going to read the exact word for word quote, but another thing that um, Robert Kennedy talks about in the book, and I highly recommend everybody get it. It's a very short read. Um, it's only about uh, 175, 180 pages, um, but packed with lots of good information. Very, very, very interesting um, insight into the uh, you know the deliberations that uh, that went on in those in the uh, with the. President Kennedy and his staff. But anyway, the other thing I want to mention specifically from the book is, and this is something that I thought was really cool, um, very interesting, was that uh, JFK did not attend all the meetings with the, and now I can't remember exactly what they called the task force, quote-unquote, that was making this decision, but he didn't attend all the meetings because he wanted to see what people would say while he wasn't there. He didn't want his presence and his title of being, you know, the leader of the free world, the president of the United States, the most powerful man in the country, one of the most powerful men in the world. He didn't want that presence to cloud anyone's, not necessarily cloud, cloud their, what they're going to say, but that, you know, he felt that people might say something different if he was in the room than if he was not in the room. Essentially that they might say something uh, might, they might say something that they think he would want to hear rather than what their actual opinion was and what, you know, what they really wanted to say. So I thought, which I thought was very interesting. And I think a very uh, I would say shows very strong leadership skills and the ability to detach and kind of leave leave your ego at the door not that I'm sure I obviously never met John Kennedy I'm sure he had a massive ego but in this particular instance, 
being able to kind of detach yourself from everything that's going on in order so that the best opinion and best advice can win out. Um, I was very impressed by when I read that. So, you know, maybe, and that's something too, you know, if, if you're in a, in a leadership position, you know, if you have a big, decision coming up or, you know, have to make a plan, some kind of major strategy for the course of your company or whatever it is that you're leading, you know, maybe just as an experiment, take a step back and have the rest of your leadership team, other than you, if you're the head, if you're the one in charge, the CEO, president, whatever, to see what they come up with when you're not there so that they don't say something that they might not ordinarily say just because you're in the room. So uh, I thought that that was a very interesting um piece of information? Is that the right word? I don't know. But regardless, um, I I was very impressed by Kennedy's leadership skills when I read that. But anyway, back to what I was originally saying. So, and, and that's the importance of having different viewpoints and, and opinions. Because then you're going to get the full the full spectrum you know you're going to get it all sides all angles all different opinions and then you can take bits and pieces from from all of those from all the different opinions that you hear and make the best decision But, and so, you know, when, when you read the book, just to continue to use this same example, you know, Kennedy has many, many different advisors, all who, well, some of them have similar opinions, but a lot of them are, you know, they fall into different camps. You know, there are some who want to make a some sort of agreement with the Russians where if the Russians remove their missiles from Cuba, they the US will move remove missiles from Turkey. And then you have other on the other side of the coin you have guys who think that that plan and course of action is too weak, so they want to invade, essentially, invade Cuba, put troops on the ground, do air assaults, all things like that. Um, and then you had the other, another group which advocated for a blockade 
and which is what they ultimately settled on, um, and other different viewpoints. But there wasn't just everybody agreeing with agreeing with each other. There was there was debate. There was. You know, teamwork essentially debating and working through all the different scenarios and options that they had. And because they did that, because they didn't have unanimity of viewpoint, if that's the right way to say it, because they didn't have that. They were able to see all sides and they were able to chart the best course. But only because <coughs> the leadership, specifically President Kennedy and his close, closest advisors, made the decision to have differing points of view so that they weren't all listening to the same thing. And, you know, that's... I, I, I think when I read the book, and that's why I focused on that quote That's what really that I read at the beginning, that's what really jumped out at me because that is... I think why they were they handled it well and why why they were successful with with their plan. Had everybody just come in and given the same, you know, the same speech and had the same viewpoint, I, I don't think it would have gone as well or ended as well as it did. You know, and too often I think this is especially the case in the political realm, and now I'm not a political person because, quite frankly, I find them all on both sides. Well, not all of them. I'm sure there are some good ones on both sides. But the ones you hear about, I, we'll just say I don't care for. So, but I think a large part of the problem is is that people, you know, they, they, only, they only talk to people who agree with them. They only, and, and, and I'm talking obviously specifically about, you know, our politicians in this case. They all huddle together. They only talk to people who agree with them. They don't engage the other side. And this goes both ways. I'm not picking sides one side or the other. They're, they're all bad in this regard in that they only, they all have unanimity of viewpoint. And that leads to people not working together. It leads to divisiveness and all of the sorts of things that we do not want. And that, that, trap of everybody 
having the same view and not hearing differences of opinion, that can happen in anything. It's certainly prevalent in politics. I'm sure it's prevalent in business. It's prevalent in everywhere. And, you know, in in business, you don't want to... Uh, you know, it's very always it's very possible that if you have a group of executives who all think the same thing they might lead you or lead the company down the wrong course because they never see any consequences to what they might be doing because they are all of the opinion that what they think, what the group thinks, is the right way to go. And now, you know, and I think if you look back and examine, say, if we're talking about in business, the... Uh, the recession from you know starting around 2000 you know 2007 2009 to 2009 that whole period of economic downturn that i bet if you went back into some of those rooms where people were making decisions that led us down that path I bet you had a lot of groupthink and, you know, unanimous opinions, not enough different voices which may have been able to present a different opinion or a different, uh, a different path that might have maybe not necessarily averted disaster, but it lessened it. So I think no matter what field you go in, you can find examples of where a, you know, unanimous opinion or something of the like had negative consequences. Not necessarily always disastrous, but... just negative and and why is that because if you have 10 say you have 10 people who all have the same opinion they all want the same thing you're not getting 10 different viewpoints you're getting one So, there's no debate, there's no hashing things out, there's no seeing things from different angles and being able to pick out the best course of action, because there is only one, if everybody sees the same thing. But now if you have ten people, and three people want X, three people want Y, and four people want Z, now... 
you have the ability to get different points of view, different vantage points, different opinions, which, you know, that all those things basically mean the same thing. And you can pick the elements of X, Y, and Z that are strong, take out the elements that are negative, and may and come to a compromise or a solution that will result in that will result in we'll just call it the best case scenario probably that you can get but that's only going to come if you have differences of opinion and different viewpoints that will help you see everything around the issue or strategy or whatever it is that you are trying to make a decision on it's important to see see all different sides and all different viewpoints and all those other things that I've probably repeated a thousand a thousand times by now because they're important and that's the essence of, of what we're talking about so next time you have to make a a big decision if you're, you know, in a now now if this is if you're just an individual making a decision and if you're the only one that it's going to affect maybe you can just go with what your gut tells you but what what I'm talking about here is and what we're talking about on the show and what the book 13 days is dealing with is larger group decisions that have an effect on on a team on an organization on a country or in the case of the book a decision that would affect the entire world. So in these larger decisions that have wide-reaching or ranging, whichever word you want to choose, effects, it is it is important to have differences of opinion. Vitally important so that you can see all sides of an issue, all possible outcomes. Now, in a group setting, you may not come up with every single possible solution or every single possible strategy. You know, there might be some things that end up being unaccounted for. But if you are having 10 people look at something and they're contributing 10 different elements, you're going to cover much more ground than if one person 
says we're doing things this way, or if 10 people say we are only going to do things this way, you're going to cover much more ground if you have differences of opinion than if not. You may not account for everything, but you're going to account for much more. And, you know, even on a not, you know, not talking about listening to under other opinions just for, you know, making the best decisions perspective, which it is, it's, that's definitely the best decision to make, or enables you, excuse me, <clears throat> to make the best decision. Just from a, if we're talking about ego, keeping your ego in check, it's really beneficial for that. It's very I mean, think about it. Think about how difficult it is to, you know, and it's this is hard to do to put your ego aside and it's if you're willing to listen to other opinions and other viewpoints that 100% is that's probably the best example or one of them the best examples I can think of of putting your ego aside and that's a very difficult thing to do especially for people in power you know if you're an executive or captain, an admiral, general, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. If you're in some sort of position of leadership or power, you know, it, it can be... That's why That's why it's difficult to be a good leader because a lot of times... Because it's very difficult and can be very difficult to check your ego aside and say, hey, I may not be right... My opinion, my course of action may not be the right way. Let's bring some other opinions, some other viewpoints in here so that we can make the best decision. That, that's a tough thing to do. That's checking, checking your ego at the door big time if you are willing to make that call. But also... It is the mark of a, a strong leader, in my opinion. Someone who is willing to do that is a strong leader. Because that's hard. Checking your ego at the door in order to... And saying, let's bring in some... some other voices so that we can make make the best decisions. You need to have 
opinions and everything from more than one point of view. It is, especially if you're in a group, if you're making decisions for a large organization, it is, it's essential. It really is. And it's difficult. Because then you're dealing with ego and people wanting to be right and thinking they're right and all those other things that get in the way of the best decision being made. So... If you are in a leadership position, or even if you're not, try to try to encourage debate and try to encourage differences of opinion, different viewpoints. So that you can hammer out everything and find what's good about every opinion, what's bad about every opinion, and every course of action. And then take the elements of each one. that work and put those in place to chart your best course of action. So, there you have it. That's all I got. Encourage encourage differences of opinion. Encourage debate Encourage different points of view, you know, and if you, if you find that in your organization or team or whatever, that there is unanimity of viewpoint and that everybody is of the same opinion, do, do whatever you can to change it because you are not going to be getting the best results if everybody has the same views and the same opinions. Now, hopefully, more than likely, whatever you're doing does not have consequences as severe as what... uh, what they were dealing with during the Cuban Missile Crisis... But nevertheless, that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. Because let's face it, that's what this is all about. And if they can do it in that situation where the consequences were so severe, we can do it 
in this situ in our situations where the consequences and everything aren't as severe. So, thank you again to everybody. <clears throat> excuse me uh, for listening as always, and put what we talk about into practice and. Uh, Encourage debate. Encourage differences of opinion. I have a feeling it will have a positive impact on your organization, team, life, etc. So, thank you much for listening. I will talk to you all next time. Uh, Hopefully it won't be a month like it was between this one and the last one. Um, because, and I have no excuse, I admit it, I was just lazy, which is bad, I know. Um, I know the key to anything is consistency, but I fell off the path for a little bit, but now we're going to uh, jump right back on and keep on keeping on. So, there you have it. All right, everybody, we'll talk to you next time.